Hello, and welcome back to the Spoiler Cast, the show where we talk about movies and we don't care about spoiling them. Uh, my name is Tobias, and with me, as always, is my sister and trusted co-host, Rebecca. Hello. Hello. And uh, in this episode, we're talking about two new movies. Uh, more or less new movies. I mean, they came out... Relatively new. <laughs> they came out this year. Uh, one of them came out late last month. Yes. Both are from July. Right, yeah. Um, and we, uh, yeah, we, we, there was nothing new to talk about this week, so we decided we'd talk about something relatively new. So, uh, and they're both horror movies, so we thought, why not talk about both of them? And it's sort of like a ca- summer catch-up episode as well, so why not talk yes. about it? Uh, we're going to talk about Insidious, The Red Door, ooh, <laughs> and uh, Talk To Me, the, hey. <laughs> the, the movie by the YouTubers Raka Raka, which I, I, ne- I never thought they would make... A movie like that, but that's that's beside the point. We'll start, we'll st- we'll start with talking about Insidious: The Red Door. Yes. But I also want to start by saying thank you so much for listening to us. Um, and also, if you want to ha- ha- have even more spoiler casts, check us out on Patreon.com/slash Don't Make a Scene. Exclusive episodes, commentary tracks. You get to pick what movies we talk about if you wanna. We have, you know, user uh, user well, um, fa- fan requests. You know. So check that out. Patreon.com slash don't make a scene. But now we should get into Insidious, the Red Door. Yes. Yeah! Oh. I'm gonna do two intros on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um Right. So we've talked a lot about um the conjuring universe in this podcast. Yes. I mean, not, well, yeah, we've, t- we've done ep- several episodes on the Conjuring Juniors universe. Um, <laughs> and we've talked about, of course, the third Conjuring movie. Um, we're both fans of the Conjuring universe. Yeah. Um, and we're doing another episode on it, another couple of episodes, I think, um, later this year, in like September, mm, I think. Yeah, probably. Yeah, when the Nun Two can- comes out. Yeah, um, we'll work around that. <laughs> yes. Um, and it's kind of funny saying, like, oh, we're fans of the Conjuring universe, when, like, 80% of it sucks, though. <laughs> yes. Mainly the Conjuring movies, the actual Conjuring 1, 2, 3 are good, and really only 1 and 2 are good. And if you really yeah. want to be picky, it's really the first one that's good. <laughs> <laughs> we do still enjoy the entire universe. Yes, it's, exactly. it's a nice... Um, World building without you know world building really. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's not it's not so fucking forced like it was or is in Marvel. Yeah. Uh, they just you know, they slip it in. Oh oh oh, and there's a little reference to that movie. Oh, there's a little reference to this. And how yeah, and they build stay a movie on the same. Of that? They they keep the same style sort of. Yeah. Through a lot of them, yeah. not all of them, unfortunately, but a lot of them. Yeah, and of course, um, uh, that that was back when we did the episode on the full on the whole universe. I, uh, I, I still, still, and I have rewatched it since. Think that the third Annabelle movie, the third spin-off Annabelle movie, is like one of the better modern horror movies, like that that's been made. If you remember, if you remember I'm- that conversation. <laughs> I, no, I don't, and I don't remember which one is the third oh, Annabelle movie. <laughs> Annabelle comes home when the daughter oh, of right, the Warrens right, 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 right. have friends that over, one. and they they let Annabelle out, or they, they let oh, a demon right. out. Yeah, and I I even made a video about it called "Alanizing per- Perfection," 
which is really just about one scene in the movie, but still, you know. So sure, sure. There are definite gems in that in that uh, franchise. Yes. Um. However, and that's all you know. James Wan's universe. Uh, he directed the first uh, uh, Conjuring, well, and the second one. Um, and he's been, and he's been producing, right? Pr- he's producing everything else. It's it's it, he's the Kevin Feige of the Conjuring universe. <laughs> yes, he's like just his, doing a better his, job. <laughs> his, his puppeteering everything around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but his his um, and I'm sure we've talked about this as well. But it's been a while. Probably. His reign of terror, so to speak, didn't because you know it's horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> didn't start with um with uh, uh the Conjuring. It actually started a couple of years earlier. Well, I was gonna say with the Insidious movies, but if you really be really picky, it actually started a few years before Insidious with Saw. Yes, which he also kept producing for like a decade, and now they're even making another one. So. But we're 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 gonna focus on Insidious, which after Saw was this big like big Hollywood breakthrough, because after yes. Saw he didn't do much until Insidious. Um, and it was Insidious that really kicked off the new the new wave of you know jump scare movies. I would say because mm-hmm. it came in twenty ten, which was uh, we've talked about all the waves. You know we've talked about the waves of horror, um, yes. and. Insidious, together with The Conjuring, really kicked off the PG-13, you know, jump scare uh, 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 wave, which, you know, went on uh, up until a few years ago, and now it's kind of having a resurgence um, with The Nun 2 and Insidious The Red Door this year. Um, So, we should talk about... Uh, well, we're not going to talk about the whole Insidious franchise. No, because I'm not sure I've seen all of them, if I'm being honest. I have. I might have skipped oh. The Last Key. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I felt like I got a, a, a jolt by my uh, charging cable. Jesus. Anyway. Um, so so I, I will have to watch that before I can do a proper ranking or, or um, uh, talking properly about the entire universe. But... Because I'm not sure if I did ever saw that one. No, the last key wasn't that. That was that's that's where I thought the the Insidious franchise was gonna die out. Because yeah, the first one, great little horror movie, um, introduced everyone to the tiptoe through the tulips. Song, yes, which was uh, you know every everyone every horror fan was like ooh for a while with that song. Oh, and it it. It's coming back in waves as well. It became like a sound on TikTok that was very yeah, popular for a exactly. while. Um, then you have the second one, which I probably would say is the best one. It really feels like a... It's like... Uh, don't take this the wrong way. It's the Godfather Part 2 of of horror movies. <laughs> okay. I mean, well, <laughs> of, bold of, words. of jump scare movies. Because it's, yes, yes, it's, yes. um, it's so much bigger and it builds... It builds... So well upon what happens in the first movie, but also on the um, uh, the like origin stories of the characters, which we also get yeah. in that movie. We get so yes. much of Patrick Wilson's childhood in that movie, and how that affected him uh, in his in his grown up years in the first movie, and why yes. we have now arrived where we are in the in the second movie. It's like a it's uh, like a well combined prequel and a sequel, sort of. Yeah. Um, just, or at least the story of it. Just like we get, you know, Michael Corleone in the second Godfather movie now having moved on, being the Godfather basically of his family, or, 
And we also get the story of his father, who died in the first movie. We get the story of how he came to America, how Vito Corleone became the Vito Corleone from the first movie. Sure. It's, it's literally like The Godfather, just not as good. I'm, just, I'm not saying they're both as good. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> they're very different movies. There's similarities in, in, yes, in, yes. in, in um, like story structure, basically. Sorry, they are. No, it's, it has, fine, it's fine. And it has some wonderfully, wonderfully, wonderfully... Um, uh, um, like constructed jump scares, with yes. the with the lady who's walking through the hallways and going shh, yes, uh, and, yes. the, and the baby stroller and uh, uh-huh. ah, it's so good. Anyway, and then we have a third one, which is just a prequel. That's the one with the girl in the wheelchair, right? Yes, it's surprising. I have seen that one. <laughs> it's surprisingly good for a for a low budget prequel. To to um you know a uh, a B tier horror horror movie, yeah. I actually kind of like it, and it has some genuinely scary stuff in it, not just jump scare stuff. Have to be honest, I don't remember enough of it. I think I've only seen it like once or twice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. I saw it in the cinema, and then I I bought it, and I've I've probably seen it like three or four times in the almost ten years since it came out. Um, and then of course you have the last key, which I've only seen once. It was in the cinema. It's it's another. Uh, prequel, basically the same, uh, like plot as or story, I should say, story as, uh, Insidious Three, um, just with new characters. And um, well, they introduced a bunch of newer, younger characters because you know number three and four were really all about um, uh, the old medium Elise. 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 Rainier. Right. Elise Rainier. Um, so they were like almost like building the franchise upon her, but I mean she was like in her late sixties, early seventies, even back then, I think. Yeah. Um. So they were like, we have to introduce younger characters that can take over when she's too old. Um. So that movie also has that feeling like this is the end of the franchise as we know it, but it's also a new beginning. But it was, you know, it, it's it's the worst of them all. Um. And it didn't it didn't do well, so they kind of scrapped that idea. And then, um, yeah, well, it's like five years since uh, the last key, I think. Yeah, last key, twenty eighteen. Yeah. yeah, they decided to do like a proper sequel to um, the original two. Yeah, to, to to chapter two, right? Um, so this should really be chapter three, but unfortunately, they named uh, the uh, prequel chapter chapter three, which doesn't make sense. It should have been like in City Zero. Which is the thing they did yeah. before movies, like in the nineties, the Ring yeah, Zero. Sort of. I think they have like a, a Juon Zero, Mist Call yeah. Zero. I think maybe that was a Japanese thing. I don't know. Either way, um, <laughs> could have adapted it. it yeah, fine, definitely adopted it. I mean, adapt. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, but no, no, we came to the Red Door instead. The Red Door. Which is, it works. It works because there was always this Red Door. It didn't. I, I, back then I didn't think it had the significance, like, ooh, the red door represents, no, it's just the door kind of moving into, you know, the de- the depths of the further shore. Yes. So you knew that the red door was creepy, but it was never, like, this big thing, so, it's a stretch, but it works, as, as just yeah. the name for the movie. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but yeah, this takes place, it comes out ten years no, yes, yeah. ten years after the second one, but it's annoying because in the movie it says nine years later. It's like oh, probably because they, <laughs> they made it nine years after the second one. Yeah, and they didn't they didn't 
count the last year yeah, <laughs> needed for like exactly. post production and and probably some probably some pandemic uh, uh, delay uh, yeah. as well. I think still. Um, yes, but yeah, it comes out and um, it's yeah, it 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 picks up ten years, nine years, whatever after, and um, it. Um, yeah, it, family it, has moved on. They've moved on, and if you remember the ending of the second one, uh, in order to um, to kind of uh, uh, defend themselves against more intrusions by demons and ghosts, they the the uh, um, the Josh and what's this? What's the son called? Dalton. Dalton, right? Josh and Dalton. Josh the daddy, Dalton the son, who are both able to you know travel to this further place. They decide, astral project. Astral project, That's, right? Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> they decide to get hypnotized to forget um, both about, you know, all the um, happenings of the last year that those movies takes place over. And, of course, any, like, memories of the further or memories of actual projecting and you know, everything like that. So yeah, they, so they decide to do it as, on. like, a, yeah, move on and, like, so they don't get tempted to do it again, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, so there's no, there's no, there's no chance of anything slipping through again. Yes. Um, so time moves on, um, and, and honestly, what I, what I was glad to get another one of the Insidious movies, because I like the Insidious movies, um, I don't, I both like and don't like where this movie starts, because it's the classic, like, why didn't you just leave these characters alone? Because we had a happy ending in the second one. Yes. Like, the family was safe. Uh, you know, they, they were, they were together, they were, they got rid of their demons, they got rid of yeah. the further, um, but, you know, that doesn't, that doesn't make for a good, you know, sequel, um, if you want to make another sequel, like, to put them in that situation, so we start with them nine years later now, um, they start with a funeral, which just <laughs> puts a dower on everything, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Josh's mom, the kid's grandma has died. Um, probably because they couldn't get that actress back. <laughs> I get the feeling. Uh, yeah, also maybe they just needed, like, something to bring the family together. Yeah, sure, sure. Tension and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the parents have separated. Um, I don't think they have divorced yet, but they have separated. Yes. Um, uh, Josh uh, has a terrible relation with his children now. Specifically um, Dalton. Specifically Dalton, yeah. But he's really distant from everyone, really. E- even even the, even the wife, whatever her name, what's her name? Renee. Renee, right. Which is annoying because Elise Rainier uh, <laughs> yes. is the medium and Renee is the the wife of, wife. of, of Josh, the mother of the children, yeah. The only thing, the only one he doesn't have really have a bad relationship with is uh, the daughter, Kali, because she was too young to know what happened and realize yeah. like why they separated. She's not really a character in the movie, though. She kind of disappears no, after that opening scene. Yeah. Um, the middle son, Foster, is just slightly in it sli- to be like... Yeah, yeah. This is really a movie uh... about <laughs> Dalton and Josh, definitely. Yes, yes. Um, so and, and Mom and, and Foster are just there to like convey information at points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... So yeah, Josh has been kind of a has had like a brain fog for the last few years. He says the last few years, but I'm wondering if it's been like for ten years, or maybe it's like getting worse and worse. I don't know. Because I'm assuming it got worse and worse. Yeah, like combination of being hypnotized, technically being under hypno- hyp- hypnosis, like all of the time, and then 
getting older and then stress with the mother getting sick and dying because he had taken care of her for a while. Uh, yes, they mentioned they that. don't they don't they don't explain it, but they they, they do tell us through some visual storytelling. That oh yeah, he that's has true, been that's living true. in his in well in not his mother a house with his mother. Yeah, with his mother. Yeah, with his mother. Her hospital bed and thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. And he lives in the adjacent uh, uh, bedroom. Yeah. Um. So he he feels like because now Josh no Dalton is going off to college. He's college age now. Yes. Um, what's the what's the actor's name? Because he's actually popping up in other stuff. Ty Simpkins. Ty Simpkins, right? Who we... last thing we saw him in was the whale. Yeah, exactly. He's the little uh, Bible kid. Yeah, the church kid. Um, yeah, he's going off to college. Oh, he's actually in the last key. How does that make sense? I think he's like in flashback scenes or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. flash forward scenes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Uh, yeah. Um. So, Josh sees this as an opportunity for his last, like that last ditch effort to um, to reconnect to the son. And, yes. Uh, you know, to drive drive him over to college. They're they're taking him to this this nice liberal arts college, where he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna be a, a, an artist, which is just like so funny. An art major. Yeah. yeah. Who the fuck does art major nowadays? A lot of people. I know it's so dumb. It's so dumb. No, we shouldn't say. We shouldn't say anything. Neither of us have an education like that, and we like talking about movies, which is art. So yeah, 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 yeah. But you see, <laughs> you can do it without having an, uh, you know, a three-year education in it. Sure. So we, sure. We're, we're not, we're not tens of thousands of dollars in debt because of it. No, that's true. That's yeah, true. That's what I'm saying. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, he wants to do that. That's his passion. Yeah, he wants yeah. to study under this, specifically this Professor Armageddon. Yes, which I thought which was going to be a bigger character, but she isn't. She's in like three scenes. Yeah, she's uh, just an initiator to, to certain events. Yeah. Yes, because, uh, yeah, of course, this uh, three-day uh, um, um, trip. Car ride? Yeah, car ride. doesn't really go anywhere. It actually ends with them like on even worse terms. They actually kind of snap at each other. At the end, yes. Um, and um, uh, jo- Josh leaves and has a little cry in his car, which I think is a, is a great scene. Yeah, because um, he tried so hard and he got so frustrated with his son, he just couldn't help it anymore. Yeah, and it's it's one of those, it's it's one of those scenes, um, which we need more of to to, to shows shows like the positive sides. Uh, of of masculinity instead of just instead of just showing toxic masculinity all the time, like he gets upset. He's ang- first angry, of course, because that's you know yeah. the go to. I'm sorry, it is. That's the reaction. That yeah. is that is initial reaction. That's fine. But then he's that like, happens. fine, I'll just leave. And then you see him walking o- across the like uh, uh, the campus, campus, and he started moving faster, faster. You can see his face like scrumpling up. Then he gets in the car and he's like, <laughs> he just wants to close the door so he can cry yeah, in yeah. peace. That was great. It was great. <laughs> yeah, no, that was great. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, uh, Dalton has his first uh, art class and, uh, he is, um, he is told to like close his eyes and like bring, bring up a memory, something, you know, something significant, something significant and then draw that because it has, art has to come from a, you know, a place within. It can't just be, you know, because the, the, the teacher talks to the kid who does the super photorealistic painting of some guy with a sword. Yeah. She's like, it's really well drawn. Like, the technique is, the te- is yeah. perfect. Rip it up. It's pointless. 
Yeah, where's the emotion? Yeah, there's no there's no personality to it. And he's like, no. And she's like, ah, our first failure. Get the fuck out, basically. Classic uh, teacher thing. That, oh, yes. We will always have one who leaves in the first class. Yeah. And of course, Dalton is like, I'll rip up my photorealistic picture of my grandma. Rip. And then he starts drawing, you know. Well, there's the, um, she does the whole close your eyes and think. And then she goes tap, tap, tap. While she says something, she counts or something. Oh, I don't remember that. That happens. To, that happens to be the same thing. The hi- hypnot, what's it called? Hyp- Hypnotist uses to trigger them going huh. away from further. I didn't connect. So that. her doing that tap 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 and the counting or whatever snaps him out of it, hmm. right. more or less. Which is why he then realizes, oh, there's a door. I'm thinking of a door. I don't know why. Yeah. So he draws the door, uh, and uh, something reaches out for him. <gasps> And he starts remembering yes. things. And at the same time, because they're kind of connected, Josh yeah. starts remembering things as well. You know, dark dark things. Red doors mm. and stuff. And then... Things start popping up yeah. around them as well. Yeah. I mean, even before that, we do get small glimpses of things trying to reach Josh. Even that's at true, the that's true. Um, and uh, yeah, from then on, hilarity ensues. It's a lot, <laughs> lot of jump scares. We don't have to go through the entire story, but we need to no, get to that no. point. Because um, we're only 20 minutes into this. Um, but so I'll, I'll just ask you, wh- wh- now that we're, we're here, what did you think of Insidious, the Red Door? I thought it was a pretty good like continuation and also closing of the, uh, the Insidious, original Insidious movies. I'm not counting the prequels. Sure. Because, mm. There's been uh, Not wasn't necessary but no. it was a it was a it was a fine effort and i'll i'll uh, i'll uh, um not approve it but like <laughs> i i can respect it sure yeah uh, it was well made for the most part um it was fun to see a bit of an of a development of the characters because we finally get to see josh being something different than just you know strong dad yeah the, the kids are kind of boring, but I mean, they were kids in the first movies. We didn't really get personalities off of them. Yeah. I mean, Dalton was in a coma for most of the first one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and uh, Ty Simpkins. Unfortunately, what? Rose Byrne isn't in it much. No, that sucks. she was in it more. Yeah. She was the best part of the first she, two movies. Yeah, because the, yeah, the, the story is, I mean, as much as the story is about Josh and Dalton, it's... But specifically, the second movie is more about her. Well, the first one, too. Everything revolves around her experiencing all of this. Yeah, I guess. Then just... But the experience comes comes from what Dalton and Josh are bringing into their life. Yeah, she's kind of the audience character. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, that kind of sucked. We did get, like, a replacement a little bit with um, um, the the accidental roommate. Yeah. Chris, who turned like out she, to be female Chris, but she, she got placed in the male dorms. I don't know. No, I think they're just... Uh, maybe she did, yeah. No, they, they say that like it was mix-up because your name is Chris, not Christina. Well, not... Yeah, well, she still lives in the same dorm, just in the same dorm room, because she's just one, yeah, one, sure, one dorm room flight is fine. up later. Yeah, yeah. Um, sure, yeah. Uh, she's a little bit of the audience here, yeah. being reintroduced to all of it. She's a little bit. She's the new audience yes. for those who didn't really watch the originals. Yeah, um, which makes her feel like she's from another movie. 
She yes. feels like she's from a she's from a modern horror movie. Well, this is really uh, trying to be more of a like early 2010s movie. Like, yeah. This movie wants to be 10 years old, basically. Yes. And uh, yeah, that's a clash. And um, kudos to her. She did a good job acting. But that character, sure. I couldn't stand her. No. Very annoying. She because that's also like while they're trying to make her more of a progressive person, you know, f- f- modern, you know. Um, she's also like very stereotypical. Like she's she's the sassy black lady, yeah, from old horror movies. She's like it doesn't really doesn't work. No, it doesn't really melt properly. No, yeah. <laughs> and it just felt like we don't really need a comedic sidekick for these movies. No. We've kind of had, like... Sure, she she was a good contrast to some of Dalton's, like, cowardness, I suppose, or carefulness. Sure. Which was needed at points, but then she went too far. She reminded me too much of, um... Oh, no. Uh, those spoof movies. Uh, scare movie? Yeah, scare movie. The first one. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the character's name. Well, the Black Funny Girl, yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember her name as well. I haven't seen those movies in so long. Unfortunately, she also kind of looks like her. Hey, don't be racist. <laughs> no, they have like similar face structure. They both have um, what's it called? Braids. Braid. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Box braids or braids or whatever. There was just an unfortunate likeness between them, which I didn't like. Yeah. I- not probably not intentional. I hope not. I don't know. There were never any black people in these movies before, so they were like, well, we need it. We need a black person. We need some diversification. Well, they didn't have a lot of exposure in the other movies because they only take place in, like, their house. Very, very close. Yeah, family unit. Yeah. Yeah. There is the black black neighbor in the third one. I suppose that's something... Yeah, in this this one we're we're reaching out. We're outside of their house. We're outside of their city, even like estate, I guess. Yeah, I think so. So I mean, obviously, there's other people around, and (laughs) make sure they're diverse. Okay, you know. Yep, yep. (laughs) We don't see a lot of other people in general, though. There's the party in the 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 other frat house, but that's about it. That's about it. Yeah, and uh, that's that's what I would say about this. I liked it as well. Um, it's not as good as the original movies. No, uh, and uh, you can really tell that this this style of movie making, yeah, belongs in the last decade. We've moved on yes. from this kind of filmmaking, even though you know these kind of movies still exist. Uh, or perhaps they just well. need the correct director. N- yeah, not that Patrick Wilson didn't do a good job. No, I like the fact that he, like he he wanted to direct. Um, and it wasn't just like, oh, okay, I'll do it. Um, no, he, this is his only directing, though, right? Yes, because he he wanted to direct, um, and he chose he chose to make this movie. Like it was his, uh, not his, not the idea to like the story for or the story or something, but like he like his initiative. He, yeah, he wanted to revisit these characters, and he was yeah. like, I can direct it even. Um. So it, it, it just keep... it just shows that just shows how cool Patrick Wilson is that he like likes yeah. these kind of movies. That's why he's in them. <laughs> um. So much that he actually wants to go back and direct one of them. I like that. I like it. I, I, I always keep, enjoyed Patrick Wilson. Um, but this just one of the writers, which helps obviously. Yeah. Which one? I think Lee Wannell. Um. Because he came up with a story. I think. Yeah. 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 Because, yeah, he wrote he, was, he wrote the original uh, together with James Wan, and then he was involved in the story of the other ones, I think. Yeah, Who, I think, yeah. 
Him, of course, also moved on and made, you know, the Invisible Man movie. And, you know, he made one of my favorite movies, Upgrade, a few years ago. Well, 2018. Same year as last yes. Um And also involved in the in the uh, Saw movies. Because Lee Wannell and James Wan are kind of a, like, creative duo. Even though they've, they've grown apart. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, where was I? Yeah. This movie, though, yeah... Maybe more, but I, I, I don't know. Because because of the subject matter and because that they really want to emulate a classic jump scare movie from the 2010s, I'm thinking, like, I don't know if it, another director could have done this any better. Because, you know, I think this is as good as it gets with the stuff they had to work with, honestly. Sure, and Patrick Wilson obviously tried to do as much as he could to uh, mimic or keep the style of the oh, originals. yeah. yeah. If they have picked, if they had picked someone who had nothing to do with the originals, it would have been a disaster, most likely. No. Uh, it's possible it would have been slightly better if James Wan was actually directing. Would have been cool to see him do that, but you know he's busy. It's he- not his thing anymore. Probably <laughs> he's a little bit busy. Yeah, he's busy making Aquaman two or whatever. Yeah. Would- maybe he doesn't want to do another Insidious movie. No. Yeah. He's. He might have moved on. He's moved on. Um. So, but it was it was uh, it was good effort, and I don't dislike it. No, I didn't dislike it. Not, it's not not the best one, but I if I'm gonna like talk about the Insidious movies, I'll watch one, two, and this one more than I'll watch two, three, or four. Y- yeah, sure. Uh it's it's a dead dead heat for me between chapter three and this one. I would say because I like the third one. I need to rewatch three before I say anything yeah. like that. To be fair, but you know what I mean. This movie did give us. Uh, and a lot of people agree with me on this one. Uh, it g- did give us one of the scariest jump scares in recent memory. One that, oh, yeah. if you're gonna remember this movie for something, it's for that scene. Um, the one you you meant you were like, there's one scene I need to see your reaction to, which is why you saw it twice in theaters. Yes, because I saw it myself. Because <laughs> I was like, eh, we're not we're not gonna talk about this on the podcast. I'll just watch it for myself. And then I was like, nope, Rebecca needs to see this. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and this is a spoiler cast. Uh, we, I mean, we're not going to talk more about more, more about the, the 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 plot, but there is Story that line. scene. No, no, there's just one scary. Yeah. So scene. if you don't want that that scare a ruin for you, turn this off now. Hopefully, you've already seen it because it's been, it's out, been out for like a, for like a month. Like, yeah. Yeah. So if, you, if you're gonna see it, it should Almost. have been. Well, I mean, maybe you'll catch it on home sure, home sure. release, but whatever. It's the scene where Dalton. No. Josh no, is like he's Josh. trying to figure out what's wrong with his brain, why he's, you know, forgetting things, why he has this fog, as he calls it. So he goes to a brain specialist, a, a neuro doctor. What well, I don't know what they call brain doctor. Yeah, a head he goes to get a scan. Yeah, he gets a, a head scan. Yeah, a PET scan, and you know, it's a second. It's a second um, uh, a visit, and they're like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do one of those scary dunk 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 dunk. Like um, MRI scan. MRI, yeah, 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 exactly. Um. So he stay still, stay calm, ignore the noises. <laughs> yeah, which is you know, and that's that one. First of all, um, reference the Exorcist much, because that has one of the more memorable uh, MRI scan scenes in in film it's history. I would say probably one of the first one to use it in a horror film as well. Yeah, where like the horror comes from how fucking loud it is. Basically, da da yeah. da da da. This one isn't as loud. We've seen it but... used a lot since, but yeah. I'm thinking The Exorcist must have been one of the earlier ones. Yes. If not the first. Um, So Josh gets in, he gets on a little, little table, he's 
slides into the slides machine. In. <laughs> it starts going, bark, 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 but then everything shuts off. And he has a little, little stress yes. ball thing they can to contact the, uh, the doctor with. And he's like, excuse me, hello. No response. Can I get what out of here? And then the comm link comes on. It's like, what does it say at first? Oh, I don't remember. Oh, uh, he says, the door is open. Like, oh, right. I want to get out of here. And he's like, the door is open. And you're like, oh, so, but. What fucking door? Yeah, <laughs> Let like, me out. You mean the door to the room or some other door, maybe? <laughs> and then he says, there's someone in the room with you. And he's like, what? And he keeps trying to, like, look look down, like, past his feet to see if someone's in there. And then from behind, you know, where there's supposed to be a wall, you hmm. see two hands slowly move over his shoulders. And he can, like, you know, when you can get a feel someone behind you. Yeah. Like the hairs on the back of your neck stand up. And he looks back. And then there's, like, a long tunnel with a fucking ghost crawling towards him. And it doesn't <laughs> cut away. It's not, like, a quick. It just... Creeps crawling keeps towards coming, him. and he, and he cannot can't move. <laughs> oh my god! I almost shit my pants. Uh, it was so fucking scary. And I don't know if you thought the same thing. No, I wasn't as scared as you. I think you even said that you were a little bit disappointed yes, about my reaction. Because I, I was like, "So what did you think?" You were like, "Of what?" You were like, what? Which one are you talking about? Oh, what no, do you mean? The MRI scene. <laughs> But I mentioned then that I think I've, I've been a little bit desensitized to the MRI scares because I've seen enough of them in other films and TV shows. I guess, and stuff. yeah. I, but I wasn't as affected. <laughs> it's one of those. It's like a jump scare that goes on for too long. So you're like the first oh, jump. You're like, oh, okay, I'm not scared anymore. No, it keeps going like, oh, keeps like, wait, oh, wait, wait. It won't yeah, stop. No. It won't stop. It's effective though. It's effective, and I did, I did appreciate it. Yeah. So I wasn't as scared as you or the girls behind oh, beside yeah, me. People, Jesus Christ! You should have heard the first time I saw people were. I mean, I guess they were kind of putting on a show, yeah. But they were like yeah, at the top of their lungs, just screaming for seconds while that sh- scene was going on. It is unfortunate that all all horror movies will bring out the the stupid teens to go and just shout in theaters. Yes, which it's kind of a good segue to the next movie. <laughs> Yeah, because, uh, yeah, we're done with Insidious, The Red Door. I'll say this, to just to, to wrap it up. I liked it. Um, yes. It's uh, it's a little bit um, counterproductive, because, yeah, it kind of wants to be a soft reboot. Kind of. Because it kind of retells the story from the first and second movie. Like, Josh and Dalton yeah, there's finding a lot of, out about, yeah. about the further and, and, and um, actual projecting and everything. It's a lot of repetition. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Even though it's it's told differently, they're still just like, oh, remember this that happened? And remember this? Yeah. But then it also wraps up with them not forgetting about the further, but remembering it so they can make sure nothing slips through again. Like they're like yeah, constant so they guardians. Can guard it. Yeah. So That's why I say it's a good closing. Yeah, exactly. I hope they don't open that door again. Exactly. But it felt like they kind of wanted to start the franchise up again and then completely cut it off at the end of this movie. It's like, okay. Yes. So, I don't know. It's, I enjoyed it, it there, there is also this, this tiny sliver of perhaps they will use um, Ty Simpkins' character and, uh, what was her name? The actress? Sinclair Daniel. Daniel's character, mm. so Dalton and Chris, mm. to keep the universe going somehow. Maybe, who knows? We'll see. I, I, they I, like they become the new. What are they called in the first movie? The Specs Warren? and oh, uh, um, oh shit! Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't remember the other guy. No, 
Yeah, the Ghostbusters. You know. Yeah. yeah. Like, they're going to become them or something. Maybe. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Like, that's enough now. <laughs> uh, you made your little yes. revival sequel. Leave it alone. Get out while you're still ahead. Yes. It's done. <laughs> it's done. So, moving on then. Speaking of, like I said, talk, talking to stupid people in the theater. Stupid teenagers, specifically. Stupid teenagers, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about Talk To Me. Yes. The uh, Australian... People just call it a thriller, Indie? but I think it's a horror movie. Uh, it's a horror thriller, horror I guess. Thriller, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Very indie. Distributed, not in Sweden though, but distributed in the UK and America, I think, by A24. But the A24 yes. logo didn't pop up when we watched it because they, they didn't handle it in this uh, uh, part of Europe, which was Gen- like, ah. But I would still call it a, uh, uh, an A24 movie. Oh, yeah, I'll count it as an A24 It definitely movie. has that A24 feeling. Yes. Because it's very, very modern, very of its time, and also very and also effective. Very, yes, and very well made. Yes. Um, Surprisingly, almost. Yes. And let's just quickly talk about that. Um, because I don't have like a great knowledge of the Raka Raka guys, but Me I knew neither, I knew of fair. them. I'd seen them back in the day. They're they're they they're still making or up until the movie came out. I suppose they were still making stuff on YouTube, but it was not as often. It was very very spotty because obviously they've been working on the movie. Yeah. Um, but I remember back in the day they they made like you know the classic like oh we're gonna make. Like little short films and focus really much, you know, to make it look like a real movie and have good special effects. That thing was always like good, like gore and special effects and stuff like that, um, which you used to see on on YouTube. Now, now it's just I don't know, I don't know what YouTube is anymore. But um, back then it was like, hey, we're gonna use this as a jumping off point to make a real movie, and they kind of did that with little shorts, a comedic shorts about zombies and murder and stuff. Yeah. And you always, always you always heard the name Raka Raka pop up uh, when it came to stuff like that. On the Wikipedia, it says that at the age of 13, they moved on to making a TV show and movies within, like, quotation uh, marks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then, yeah, I hadn't really heard of them uh, or even thought of them for, I don't know, eight, ten years. Um, and then I was, just <clears throat> and then I saw the trailer for Talk to Me. It's like, ooh, this looks kind of interesting. And then, yeah. and then uh, I looked it up on, on, uh, on YouTube. And then, of course, I was like, huh? it's the, it's ah, it's made by a YouTuber. I found it made by the rack. I thought they were twins, but they're not twins. They're brothers, right? They're brothers at least, aren't they twins? I thought so too, but I think they're just brothers. Uh no, I mean they're the same age. Oh, okay. No twin brothers. Okay, they're twins. twins. Okay, so they are the Raka yeah. twins. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, that's cool. Now we kind of have to watch it. Um, just cause you know we're on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> um. Also, it had like like you said the, the the trailer was very interesting and it looked very cool. Yes. In general, like before I even knew it was YouTube, I was like, I want to watch this. Movie. Oh yeah, sure. Like the trailer sold me on it. I was yes. a little like, oh. This there was things in the trailer would make me feel like, ah, oh, this is one of those progressive movies. <laughs> but it was like, but it still looks so good. I have to watch it anyway. Yes. Um, and uh, it reminded me a little bit of uh, how I felt when we started, when we planned on, when we watched, or when we saw the trailers for, um, oh my bodies, god, what's bodies, that bodies? movie we saw last year? Yes, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Yeah. 
It had sim- similar vibes. Similar vibes, but well, well, that one was specifically about you know how like modern teenagers or modern young people like handle a situation like this, and, yes. and, and kind of critiquing the the younger generation. This wasn't that at all. This is just Ooh. a straight up horror story, ghost story almost. Yeah, classic ghost story. Actually, ghost story. Now, yeah. I mean, I mentioned that when we were leaving the theater. It reminded me a lot of. That's not spoiling things. It reminded me a lot of the, the woman in black, even though they're very different. Yeah. They had similar vibes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but the, yeah, the ghost aspect was very classic, familiar yeah, in that very sense. Classic ghost because it's classic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The plot is simply a bunch of uh, high school teenagers um, hang out, and one of them, through mysterious ways, have gotten a hold yeah. of a uh, an embalmed hand. That supposedly comes from a medium, right? Yes. And when somewhere in another part of the world, and how it ended up in Australia, who knows? Who knows? But through a friend of a friend of a friend, exactly. Um, They come to have this hand, and when you when you take the hand, like shake the hand, it's it's a left hand though. It's ooh, so you have to shake a left hand, the left hand of God, and everything. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Um, you and, and then you can actually see. Um, you can like you, you gain the medium's powers and can see uh, uh, ghosts or, or or spirits. Yeah, and then you can say you have to say talk to me to see them. Well, no, you can see them, but if you say talk to me, they can talk to you and and they kind of enter you. No, but that's when you, you say I let you in. Oh, maybe it is. You have to start. Oh yeah, you sorry. Say, talk yeah. to me. And talk then they to appear. me is just to see it, and then that you, I let you in is to allow them to take presence. Yeah. and then. They, we never find out how they know this, but you can hold on to it for 90 seconds and then you have to let go or have someone help you let go and then say, yes. uh, they have to say something, I don't remember, and blow out a candle. They, first. no, but they, they uh, close the door by blowing all right, out the candle. All right, you gotta close the door. Because obviously there's a candle involved. Yeah. So, when is there not when ghost stories are Exactly, about. you have to have a candle. <laughs> you know. Yes. Um, so they basically use this, um, and, uh, it, it's like a party trick. Yeah, for them, it's a party trick. Or like, oh yeah, we're gonna go hang out in Jason's ba- basement and smoke some weed. It's more like, no, nah, we're gonna go hang out in Jason's basement and talk to ghosts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it seems to have this like euphoric effect on them. Yeah, which I don't really understand how coming in contact with dead people can have a euphoric I, effect. I'm not sure either. Or is it perhaps the whole? close to death thing i think it's partly close to death it is also because they explain it like when the spirit takes over and starts talking through you you're like speaking of astral projecting you're sort of still you're uh, you're con- you're, there. you're there you're conscious but you're not in control anymore so you can like watch exactly. yourself um so it's an outer body experience which yeah, you i know, guess yeah can from my understand be very exhilarating so that's why they do it but so- some people you know react badly to it you know and Bit embarrassed over what they do when they're possessed by this, uh, like the yes, because like depending on the Christian kid, spirits yeah. <laughs> who starts humping the spirits the floor. can also tell <laughs> and making out with the dog. Because <laughs> the spirits obviously can feel and tell who you are because they're in your body yeah. and brain, and they know things. So they, yeah, they, they obviously get if they're malicious, yeah. yeah, if they're malicious, they'll take advantage of that, which the poor Christian boy's spirit chose to do. Yeah. And then also, obviously, the big thing, when they allow a younger person to do it, the ghost takes advantage of the fact that he's young and weak. 
Oh, sure. You mean like that? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, that's just like, what I assume I is how I didn't see that it way. goes as bad as it does. No, I didn't. I didn't see that way. I don't know how much you want to spoil about that. No, I'm, that's, I'm just saying bad. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, sure. But I, I saw it that you know it was the fact that he went. He was under the spell, so to speak, for way longer than ninety seconds. Well, they tried to stop it, but the spirit didn't really allow it because it kind of, you know, removed him from them. Started moving him around physically. Oh, yeah, I guess. And then they're like, "Shit, we're over time." Shit, but that's shit, also shit, because what do we do now? He was. He... Maybe it was just bad luck, and he got an especially malicious spirit. Yeah, he was. He was uh, strapped into a chair that was not as heavy as the other ones. That's why they strap you in, so you know you. you yeah, can't be but there were around. people doing it just before. Not in the same in chair. In the same chair. I don't think it's the same chair. Maybe it wasn't. Mm. Maybe. Either way, that Th- that's, that's a detail. Yeah, that's the inciting There's... incident. They keep doing this, yes. and uh, the little brother of the main character's best friend wants to yes. do it. His sister says, "No, I'm, I won't allow you." And like he's like, "Oh, come on." Because so, he's what, like thirteen? Supposed to be like thirteen, fifteen, something. Yeah. Yeah. So he's young, yeah. obviously. Um, so the main character, who is, you know, she's basically like a, uh, a you know, a, um, uh, a surrogate sister basically, to that family. Yeah, an adopted sister. Yeah. Almost. Um, she when when the sister leaves the room because she gets angry at, the, at her little brother, she says, "Okay, you, yeah, okay, you can do it." Basically, because he looks to her almost like a sister, like, "Let me do it." Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, I, I specifically, you know, uh, an especially ma- malicious spirit takes over. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's allowed to be in the body for, like, over two minutes. Mm. And when they release, and when they get, when they manage to, like, close the door, as they say, something slipped through the door before they closed it. They do also, a little detail that they don't really acknowledge until way later in the movie, they most likely failed to close the door. That too. Yeah, because nobody said, nobody, nobody blew out the candle. Nobody blew out the candle. Yeah. I reacted to it. I remember going... Yeah. Did they blow out yeah, the candle? Yeah. Did they blow out the candle? No one talks about it in the movie until like 20 minutes later. Yeah, they, we, we never actually blew out the candle. They, they got a bit distracted, which I can understand. Yeah, because he starts trying to kill himself by smashing his face mm. into a wall. Edgit. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then it be, <laughs> yeah, from there it becomes like, we're like, how can we get him back, basically? But also, it's yeah. a, lot of, a lot of, you know, um, it's a story of guilt. Oh yeah, we forgot to mention like the the initial the start of the movie is showing us that the main character Mia um, has sort of recently gone through loss. Her mother died. Yeah, like a year before the movie starts, I think. Something like that. Yeah. So she's still not in the right headspace, yeah. really, to be talking to dead people. Maybe. Yeah, that and you know she her her father has been very distant since, since then. Um, yes. So yeah, he, they haven't had a good relationship. That's why she's been hanging out a lot with her friend instead. I mean, they're not sure they're close before, but they've gotten even closer since then. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to the 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 order of people are kind of confusing me, so I'm trying to figure out what the friend's name was, but I can't remember. I don't remember. And the pictures aren't really there, uh. which is annoying. Oh, but yeah. But yeah, now we. Oh no, Jade. Sorry, Jade is the friend, and her brother, little brother Riley. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. But then, we haven't really. Once again, we got into the story a bit. Um, what did you think of? Yes. Talking? Oh, I thought it was fantastic, actually. Yeah. 
I thought it was great. I I think I said it when we left. Like, I have no complaints at all. Yeah, I agree. Not even on, like, acting. Most of them did a great job. Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah, there was nothing... For, like, not being, you know, super famous, uh, awesome actors who have been around for 30-plus years. Yeah, there's, these are all new actors. Um, yes. The the biggest the biggest so, name least. is Miranda Otto. No offense. She has a small, small role. role. Yeah. Which is kind of funny, because uh, she is actually connected to the Conjuring universe as well. She plays uh, the mom of the girl whose spirit in first embodies the Annabelle doll. You know, in, in animal oh, creation, true. she's the mom who's who has the mask on, you know, who lies in the bed all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. true. So she's a bit of a horror icon herself. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, and here she plays, yeah, the, the best friend's mom. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I thought this was a great movie. Um, for first-time directors, I mean, they've done a bunch of videos and stuff, but the first time, like, feature-length director... Future length project for these directors. Um, yes. They did a terrific job with like oh, setting yeah. mood, um, uh, telling a story, uh, getting great performances out of relatively fresh uh, actors. Everything just. I mean, they gelled. all seem to have had like small roles in other sure. things, but not like this. No, yeah, exactly. No. Um, they even. Sorry, I just pressed into uh, one of the writers. And unfortunately, he's listed for uh, pre-production on Talk to Me with the oh, two. Oh no! <laughs> you Hope that's just the rumor. We'll see. Because this is one of those movies, like it, it, perfect standalone. Yeah, what would a sequel be about? Oh, more people doing the Talk to Me thing. Okay. Yeah. How are you gonna do? How are you gonna do it differently? Uh, that's a yeah, that's yeah, a topic yeah. for another ep- episode. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Uh, sorry. But yeah, Side note. good that you brought it up because we're gonna have to talk about that at some point. Yeah, but for now, yeah. let's talk about this movie. But the uh, the one of the brothers is listed as writer also because the writing is really good. It's good. They're like all of it was really good. Yeah. I had certain pacing issues in the middle of the movie. It felt like because the movie is relatively short. It's like an hour and 40, yeah. I think. Hour 35. Even, okay. With, With credits. credits. Yeah. Which is good. It's good. Um, I think it's funny. Yeah, because it didn't, it didn't feel too short. No. Not really. Not really. But like I said, I thought there was some pacing. Because it was perfectly paced in the beginning. And the second half was great. There's just some parts in the middle where they're like figuring out the mystery. Which is basically like five minutes. And they were like... Okay, now we kind of know we didn't really find anything out, but now now we're gonna get him back. Let's 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 try let's try do this. Maybe yeah. it helps. It's hanging out with Ducky or Ducky's brother, whoever <laughs> it is, at the bus station, and yeah. uh, there some of the characters are like, "No, this is getting too intense." But no, what are you meaning? This is the this is the slow part. This is not getting too intense. You can't leave now. Well, you should have left. What you want before. to do seems too intense, so I'm gonna step back. I guess. I guess. And then we move into the the third act. There's really like, no, the second act is more than that. But it feels like a like this is like three and a half acts, and there's this that half act, the the second and a half act in the middle is like, I I don't know. It felt off. It's a little bit. It's a little bit. As I remember, at least, it's a little bit choppy and a little bit too much back and forth yes not really getting to anything because it does eventually lead to them not 
still not knowing how to fix this no. and just going, fuck it, we'll try this. Exactly. Maybe that helps. Exactly. No one can really tell us what will help, so we'll just try things. They could have almost cut out the whole part with the Ducky character. Um, yes. Ducky is just there to show you like a little bit of a... Uh, what's it called? Cold open. Yeah, and also like bad things can yeah, happen. Yeah, this is what happened to the last person who had the hand, you know. Because mm. um, we get it cold open where Ducky is going into a party where allegedly his younger brother has started to act weird. Um, and, yeah. and we don't really know why at that point, but we find out that they ha- he had the hand and, you know, he probably was possessed for too long and stuff like that, you know. He stabs yeah. Ducky in the gut and then stabs himself in the head. <laughs> yeah. Spoilers. Um, well, it's the first two minutes if you... Yeah, but then we said that Ducky survives because they talk with him in the middle of the movie, so... Yeah, well, he's not an important character. No, he's not. He's literally in two scenes. Um, yes. But I gotta say, though, speaking of, like, younger directors um, and how this, you know, in the trailers, it felt very progressive. I mean, they have a they have a non-binary actor in this movie, which, you know, caused some controversy in the Middle East. Like, this movie is not gonna be shown in... Kuwait or Wait. something? Who? Uh, the uh, the person who, who uh, the very the very the very tomboyish girl. Oh, Haley. I think she I think they oh, are yeah, non-binary. Yeah. So he identifies as non-binary transmasculine. Yes, right, transmasculine. Oh, okay. Anyway, yeah, sure. Yeah. Didn't really I mean doesn't really have anything to do with the character. Exactly. So that is never brought up in the movie. Um, Haley is just called Haley. That's it. Yeah, there's like there's no mentioning of pronouns or anything really. But I could definitely see some like knee jerk reactionaries on YouTube, like, "Oh my God, they have a trans person in this movie!" When they see the trailer or something. Um, I just thought it was a tomboy. Like, yeah, me too. Um, but you know, it never it never became a a a, a, um, a controversy, which is good. No. But I mean, yeah, you, you got the vibe. It's a twenty four. You have this person in the trailer. It's like okay. It's a modern movie. Um, Nothing wrong with that, but it's something, you know, it's in the back of my head. Because because of all the stuff that happens on YouTube and on the internet, you know, overall. I mean, hey, they had a white Christian boy as well. Isn't that good? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But then the movie... It turned out to actually be a good guy, just saying. Yeah. Um, But the movie... uh, The movie's not... That at all. There's no... I mean... There's no focus there's on no, being progressive exactly. of any kind. Exa- exactly. They focus on what happens in the story and how to fix the issue. Yeah. They don't care who you are or what you've done before, but what, basically. But what I was trying to get to is that because the directors are younger, I think they're in my age or maybe a little younger even, um, they kind of get younger people... So whenever you have the party scenes, especially in the beginning, it doesn't feel like fifty year olds trying to write a teenage party scene. Like it feels oh, no, organic. No. Yes. Which is very good. Which made this movie not just one of the creepier movies I've seen this year, it's one of the funnier movies I've seen this year. I the 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 second time they, they do the the whole talk to me thing, like the montage when the Oh yeah, yeah, when it like all goes well, kind yeah, of thing. It's, it's like a party scene, but they're having a séance, which is very funny. Yeah. Um, I was laughing out loud because it was oh yeah so much fun, and even before that, there were like funny scenes, funny uh, characters. Uh, the little brother's friend, who's like an asshole, 
Oh, awesome? <laughs> yes. What, Tristram? No, what was his name? Tristram? Um, I don't know. He's not really in the movie after that. I either. don't remember. Yeah. No, he's not that. He's just there to be like, that's what the, you know, the stereotypical douchey 15 year old will be yeah but hey hey but he's a bit of a contrast to Riley yeah like, more he of smoked a good the guy. cigarette right and he's like no I don't want to do that because show, show that Riley's the goody two shoes but he's still hanging out yeah. with the, you know the bad kid because also I mean maybe there aren't that many other kids in their neighborhood <laughs> yeah, exactly. to hang out with kind of feels like a small town thing yeah but uh, it, was, it was hilarious yeah so, and, that, and that's also something that worked very well the mixing of that like having it in one second be hila- like laugh out loud and hilarious and then completely switch to being like terrifying work yes it didn't feel forced at all no it was perfectly um um balanced i yeah. suppose exactly so like the only issue i have are some pacing issues in the middle of the movie other than that fucking 10 out of 10 i would say exactly um, I don't think because of because of the movie being so short, the pacing didn't really bother me that much. Okay. Even though small, because it was so such a short moment where the pacing was kind of off. Yeah, sure. Had it been like a two-hour movie and they had to stretch it out, then the pacing would have been really annoying if it kept going like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But since it's so short, it's like I can excuse it. It's fine. Sure. Thank God it didn't try to make it longer just to yeah. make a long movie. Yeah. They had everything you needed. Stupid ass characters, which is standard in horror films, yeah. they need to be dumb. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> but it, no, I, I like I said, a ten out of ten. Really, I had no. I even think I gave it. No, I gave it four. I don't remember why I didn't give it five. Well, I because it's it's not a movie that's going to like profoundly move you. It's just a good horror movie. No, that's true. Like that's true. you know, nines and tens are movies that affect you. You know, on a deeper level than just being yes. a good movie. That's you know, I gave it an eight out of ten as well, or four out of five. So, but it's yeah, it's a it's great movie, uh, and I, I I hope it does really well. Um, because you know, once again, I would I would I would I would count this as a quote unquote elevated horror movie. I know we don't want to use yeah. that word, but we keep using it. But in the good sense. In the good sense, this is I mean, also because one hundred percent in the good. Also sense. because of the eight twenty four stamp, this is in the same camp as like. Hereditary and uh, yes. what's the other one? The witch. The, the so witch. Thinking, yeah, yeah, probably the witch. Like all of those movies, like the A twenty four horror movies. Yes. Um, bodies, 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 if you will, which feels kind of forgotten. I wish more people talked about it back then. It was a really good movie. Yes, I want to rewatch. I give that, that a four as well. Yeah, I'm looking at my like uh, my watched movies and how I have rated them. Yeah, it's talk to me and bodies, bodies, bodies are. Definitely, like, recent favorite horror films. Yeah. Uh, but they're not, like you said, it's not, they're not emotionally impactful in the same way or memorable in the same way that Hereditary is. No. Hereditary is a five out of that five. That is on a different level, yeah. Um, but this was, for, for like you said, for first-time directors, writers, producers, everything. Really? This was so close yeah. to being a five out of five. If, if it would have been made... With people who are more experienced, I'm assuming it would have been just as good as Hereditary. Maybe. Imagine when these if these guys keep doing this. That's what I want to get to. Yes, I. Holy shit! Yes. <laughs> That's why I want I want this to be a success so they can keep making movies. Um, firstly because I really think they could do some good stuff, but also I want to see 
was this just a fluke? Did they have this one good idea? Yeah. And now they're out of ideas. Um, or will they develop and become even better? Exactly. I hope they do. Ah. But I also like, maybe, maybe, maybe they just got lucky. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't want to, but I want to find out. I, I didn't, no, I, I, I didn't like, because sometimes when you watch a movie, you go, yeah, this was good. But you can tell that it was, this wasn't, it wasn't good because of them. It was just good. Sure. Yeah. This one, I know. This was good. Yeah. No, you're probably right. You're probably right. I'm, I think, because, I mean, it helps that they, they didn't try to, like, Americanize it. They mm. kept it in Australia. They stayed local. I think that helped. Yes. They put their own, definitely, their flavor on it. It definitely had an Australian vibe <laughs> with some of the characters. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. And the, the spaces. Yes. So I think that helped a lot. Oh, yeah. Definitely. But then if they start trying to be, like, more American or something, they're going to... F- that might be where they trip. Or, you know, they could bring that style to American horror movies. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Or movies in general. They don't have to make own yeah. horror movies. Yeah. I think, I mean, no. based on what they did on YouTube, I would like to see an action movie from them. I need to watch their YouTube before I okay. say anything like that. I think I've seen some You've stuff. You've seen some stuff years it. ago. Yeah, but not, like, not intentionally looking yeah. at it as them. Yeah, exactly. Now that I know what they make for movies... <laughs> I'm going to look at their YouTube in a different way. Yeah, you should check it out. Because that was the first thing. I actually went to their channel for the first time in years. And they have a bunch of, like, vlog stuff about the movie. Like, when they... Of course. They had a whole video about them going to Sundance with the movie. And, you know, about all the meetings you have there with potential buyers of the movie and stuff. It was interesting. It was a nice look behind the scenes. It's kind of like the Swedish um, uh, uh, Crazy Pictures YouTube channel. When yeah. they stop when they, when they stopped making YouTube videos and started making movies instead, their channel became like a behind the scenes thing for their movies, and it's really interesting yeah. to see. Um, that that's another group I want to see their next movie, even though that's going to take a while. Oh my still. god, yes. We talked about that in the the first episode of the year. I think it was the last episode of last year, or the last. Like yeah, maybe that was yeah. done. Um, yeah, we talked about um one of the better UFO Swedish movies Sweden. in a while called UFO Sweden. Yeah. Great movie, if if you know Swedish. Well, I guess there's subtitles. It's on Netflix now, by the way. At least it's all right. So I'm sure it's in European uh, Netflix then. Yeah. yeah. And hey, we should really get a VPN sponsor. But if you do have <laughs> VPN, you can check it yeah, out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sponsor us, someone. Yes, we get hundreds of views every month. Shit. You're gonna make so much money <laughs> off of us, please, please. You don't have to pay as much. Yeah, just give us a free VPN. <laughs> Yeah, actually. Yeah. yeah. Either way, either way, rounding it off. Talk to me and, and Insidious were both great movies, but I'm definitely going to talk about Talk to Me More and rate that higher. Yes, definitely. I mean, it's, it's, it is it's, it is um, objectively a better movie. Yes. Uh, nothing against Insidious, but Talk to Me is a better oh, movie. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's going to have to be it. Anywho. Yeah. Yes. Um, what are we doing for next week? Uh, uh, you. Oh, did fill in. You did. A, you wanted to do a classic, right? Well, firstly because there's nothing interesting in the cinemas next week. Not really, no. Um, and also because earlier this week, Monday, uh, or I guess maybe the night leading up to Monday, or whatever. Um, William Friedkin died, which is very sad. Um, I told you. Well, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't finish the story, but I, I, I read it 
in like the last half hour I had uh, at my at my job, and it just put a damper on that last half hour. I was, I was like sulking and just sitting, not doing any work. It was like <laughs> oh, I was no. genuinely affected because he's one of those. We've talked about him on the podcast before when we talked about the Exorcist movies and stuff like that and French Connection. Yeah. He's one of those directors. He's always been around since he was born in the 30s. He's always been around. You've always known his movies. You know, The Exorcist, you know, French Connection, Sorcerer. Wang I'm Shang. assuming it's the way I felt like when... Um, um, oh, no, I forgot his name now. When Brian O'Connor died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I read that at work and I was like, oh, my day's ruined. Yeah, exactly. And it was just like, oh, he's not supposed to die. You know, he's... It's it's yeah. like it's You're supposed to live forever. In I don't want to I don't want to put the 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 voodoo on anything here, but it's gonna be like when when because it's gonna happen eventually when Steven Spielberg dies, it's gonna be weird because he's always been yeah. around. It's like yeah. oh what, what, what do you mean? So so we want to do a bit of a tribute. Yes, we want to do a tribute. Uh, so we're gonna talk about because he has he's done a bunch of good movies. He even did good movies later in his career, but he has three. Three big ones. It's The Exorcist, which we've talked about. It's The French yes. Connection, which we've talked about. And then he yes. has um, his remake of the French movie, I think, Wages of Fear, which he called Sorcerer, which we haven't talked about. But I, I think we should, because it is an interesting movie. Um, I haven't seen it, so it's one of those where I get to be exposed to a new movie or a classic. Yeah. You trying to make me look at actual movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not just new trash. Yeah. So yeah, we're doing a bit of a tribute and just looking at looking at one of Friedkin's classics for next week. Yes. And it is Sorcerer. So check that out if you want to follow along. Um, there will most likely also be a Patreon between that, but we haven't, we haven't decided, decided on exactly what that gonna be. That is. Yeah. Also, sorry for not. Um, uh, uh, we haven't. We have. Yeah. The last. First of all, mar- our our marriage story Patreon episode was late. I think. And we still yeah. haven't released a patron companion piece to Meg 2, because uh, we're recording it today. <laughs> it's been some scheduling <laughs> yeah. problems, so, but it's coming. It's yes. Coming. We're, we're, we're restarting everything, you yeah. know, so we're working, working on, on it. it. But, it, but it's, it's, it's happening. Um, Did our Meg 2 also get late? It was late on YouTube because of, uh, oh, because right. of how the... Uh, uploading to YouTube works through Podbean. It was a problem. E- uh, anyway, yes, it's up yes. now. On YouTube. Yes. It's up everywhere. If you listen to us talk about the Meg 2 for an hour. <laughs> of course you do. This has been a long outro. Yes. Sorry about it. Thank you so much for listening. Check us out on <laughs> patreon.com slash don't make a scene if you want to hear even more stuff, including our marriage story episode. Um, and we will see you in the next one. But until then, have a good one. Bye. Bye. The Spoilercast is part of Please Don't Make a Scene. It's produced and directed by Tobias Vedian and hosted by Tobias and Rebecca Vedian. Executive producer is Anneke Vedian. I also want to give a huge shout out to all our patrons over on patreon.com slash don't make a scene. Daniel Geiso, Christopher Billian, Laura Kinney, Mom, Dad, and CK85. 